You are listening to Normalized Crime, an in-depth look at gang life and all the effects that come along with it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Normalized Crime. I'm Eric. What's going on, Berto here? Berto, we're back again. What you got in store for us today? All right, so I got a pretty interesting story. It's a pretty good story, man. It's it's, uh, it's about a friend of mine who was a gang member. He was a king. And, you know, he, he ended up having a, a really bad experience, man. Just, you know, from a lot of good experiences, obviously, to a bad experience. You know, like he, he loved everything about being a king. And then, you know, like things, you know, things change over time. And, you know, he was, I guess you could say, fortunate enough to not be locked up a lot like me so you know his his career was mostly in the street you know like he was out there and and in neighbor in the neighborhood and so five years is a long time which is basically five six years i think he was a king when he was like 13 so anyways basically you know he he had a he had like a a good group of friends right like like everybody does right in these gangs you have like guys that are your age that you hang around with that you came around in uh, in the gang with, and they end up being your, they end up being your friends, you know, and they end up being like your close friends above the gang shit. Right. And so, uh, he had a situation like that where he was really cool with this, this guy, you know, they, they were both Kings, but they were friends too. You know what I mean? And so, you know, the other guy, you know, his friend, he ends up, he ends up getting a robbery. He ends up doing a robbery and it was like a really big robbery. It was like 500 pounds. Right. And so, <clears throat> so he's robbing somebody else's drugs when you say yeah, yeah, 500 pounds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. he, he, he heard that somebody else had 500 pounds and he went and, um, he went in and, and robbed them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yep. uh, so, okay. So this guy's a King too. Right. And he went and robbed whoever the hell it was. And so here's the caveat. Um, and this is where shit gets dicey, right? And and I'm gonna break it down in in the simplest terms because, uh, you know, it's easy to to translate, especially with with uh, what you know about how the structure of of the Latin kings are and all that. You you got a pretty good idea. And so, okay, so here's the here's like the the kicker. Okay, so the king that that robbed the whoever for 500 pounds, right? Whoever doesn't matter, right? It ended up getting back to the, basically one of the guys from the chapter that had rank. It ended up getting back to, I think he was like the enforcer at the time, right? I don't know how true it is, right? This part, I think he was lying. And you'll see what I'm talking about right now, but I think he was lying. But anyways, he ended up telling the guy, that robbed for the 500 pounds. Hey, listen, that 500 pounds was actually mine. I just gave it to him. Give it back to me, basically. And so, you know, there's a bunch of things at play right there, right? Like, obviously, the guy that's saying it is a king. He's got rank. He's not the Inca. I think he was like the enforcer. But still, though, you know, he, he's got a spot. So, and you're in his chapter. And so it's like a really, really messed up situation. But it's like, damn, do you just believe him? Like, you know, 500 pounds of weed is yeah, a lot of that's money. that's a lot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of money to just give up. And then you just risk your life running and doing this robbery. You know what I'm saying? Like, robberies can go bad at any time. They do all the time, you know? And so 
the fact that you were able to get away with all of it, nobody got hurt, like it's a win. And now you're like, oh shit, you just got to give it to this dude, you mm -hmm. know? And so he basically says, nah, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving you that weed. Like, hell no, nah. like, nah, like, you know, how do I know that shit was yours, right? My friend who told me is, he, he, he felt like, you know, obviously this guy that had the rank, had like an underlying thing, you know, for his homie, you know, like he, he didn't like him. And so he was looking for a reason and, and somehow found a way. And, and he said within an hour of, of, uh, of the guy telling him, no, he's not giving it to him. They put an SOS on him, which is a shoot on site. That's just where the story begins. And so, um, basically you know, that dude is like on the run now from the brothers. Right. Mm -hmm. And so my, my friend is in a tough spot because this is his homie. So naturally he like, you know, you, you can't talk to this dude. Like you're not supposed to talk to him. You're supposed to shoot him on site. You know, like that's the, that's the directive. That's the order. And so the fact that, uh, this is like one of his close friends, like he's conflicted, obviously he don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so he's still, he's still like looking out for him. Like, bro, you got to just, you got to, you got to get out of here. Like you got to go. You know what I mean? Like whatever you got to do, you got to go. But obviously he's not telling the brothers that, you know, so he's in the wrong in that sense, but you can understand where he's coming from. Totally. Know? And, um, and so basically one day, you know, he's, he's like, bro, it's just a normal day. He's like, I get a call. Right. And it's, it's, uh, <clears throat> It's one of the brothers, right? And and it's the it's the guy with that's got rank. He's the enforcer, right? And he's got a couple guys with him. And he tells he tells my friend, he's like, hey, he's like, hey, bro, he's like, bring a couple guns over here. He's like, we got this dude. Um, he's in the store right now. We're gonna kill him. And so, obviously, as soon as he hung up the phone, he called his friend. It was like, <laughs> yo, like, where like, are you? <laughs> Right, like, and he tells him where he's at, and he's like, "How the hell you know where I'm at?" He's like, "Bro, these dudes are waiting outside for you." Like, dude, I'm supposed to be coming over there right now to give me. We're supposed to kill you right now. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I told you, get the hell out of here, right? And so, the dude in the store does the worst thing of worst things because there was like uh, the way that um, this guy found out that he was in the store was through like you know somebody's like one of his cousins or something like one of the guys in the store's cousins and so he like called them and was like you're trying to set me up you know so really he did the worst thing because he put my friend in the pinch because now you know the king that called my friend he knows the only person that he told to come bring the guns to was him so obviously how would this dude know about him being set up you see what i'm saying like mm -hmm. it get, it comes right back it comes right back to my friend and so when that happened, obviously, you know, obviously he gets away. They end up calling like a meeting. My friend told me he was like, it's a big meeting. You know, he was like, you know, mo and it's, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy to me to think about because obviously I know the size like of our meetings and even at like, you know, you know, big meetings, you know, like I said, we weren't really, really deep. And he's like, bro, it was like, he's like, when everybody from the hoods, there's like 35 brothers there, you know what I'm saying? 40 brothers there. And so he's like, man, you know, he's like, but rarely everybody shows up, guys work or just, you know what I'm saying? Guys get excuse, excuse absences. And so everybody, it was like emphasized that everybody was supposed to show up that day. And he's like, bro, I was tripping out. He's like, man, I'm seeing so many guys. And then he was like, uh, he's like, then I end up running into, you know, this, the dude that um, I told you he was the enforcer. He, I think he was the Kasinko, to be honest with you. I think he was a Kasinko, bro. I might've, I might've heard that part wrong. Cause this guy had juice. He had a lot of juice. So I think he was a Kasinko. And so anyways, you know, my, my homie sees him and he's like, he's like, uh, 
He's like, man, what's up, man? He's like, man, there's a lot of brothers here today. And, and I guess the dude's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, man. He's like, yeah, it's a big day. He's like, today I'm pressing two. He's like, I'm pressing charges on two kings here today. He's like, yeah, it's going to be bad. He's like, one of them's going to get whooped. He's like, the other one might get smoked. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Like, like, like just point, period, point blank. And my homie's like, damn. Like, you know, he don't think like, you know, nothing. Like, he's like, damn, man, that's crazy. Like, it's just in his mind. He's like, damn, it's going to go down today. You know, like there's some, some real shit going on. You know, he goes into, they go into the meeting and, and, uh, he was like, bro, I'm standing right next to this dude, dog. He's like, bro, as soon as he starts talking, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm pressing two charges. He's like, I'm pressing charges on two Kings here today. He was like, and this is one of them. He's like, and then he pointed, he, he's like, man, he pointed right at me, man. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like man, I, I couldn't believe it, man. He's like, out of nowhere. He's like, he's like, I, he's like, bro, I can imagine what my face looked like. He's like, I was genuinely shocked. Like I, he was like, that's the last thing I expected to hear come out of his mouth, you know? And then he's like, and then he started breaking down why he was pressing charges on my friend. Like basically like that he knows that he, he, um, he gave the dude information to get out of the store. And you know what I mean? Like, um, he knows that he's been working with him and talking with him and the dude's got an SOS on him and you know, that's a big no, no, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so he's pressing charges, right? Excuse me. My homie's in shock, bro. And he's like, you know, he's like trying to basically die with the lie. He's basically like, listen, man, I didn't, I mean, you know, I ain't telling nothing. I swear to God, you know, and he's going through everything, swearing up and down. And, 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 you know, he said that he could feel, you know, he was like, bro, cause a lot of the brothers there are like, I, you know, it's not like I kicked it with him every day. He's like, so some of them, you know, he said the majority of them, they just, they're not in the know. He's like, like 20, 22, 23 brothers. They're just there. You know, they're just there mm -hmm. as they're, you know, they're supposed to show up. He's like, he's like, but then there's like 10 that obviously are the close ones. He's like, and then you got like seven that were basically already of the mindset that I was done. I was, I was done, bro. That I was, I was out. They were going to, they were going to do me, you know, they were going to, they were going to take care of me. He was like, bro, I just felt it, bro. He was like, it was sickening. He was like, I felt, he's like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. He's like, man, he was like, bro, I was 18. He was like, bro, man, but I felt like I wanted to cry. He was like, bro, I just <laughs> he's like, I couldn't believe like this was it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, bro, I thought he's like, he's like, I, I, he was like, because they basically were like, listen, if you, if you tell the truth right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it won't be that bad on you, but be honest. And, and he's dying with the lies. Like, no, no, no. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And they're like, and you know, he's like, basically everybody's like, man, just stop lying already. Like, we know, we know, you know what I'm saying? Just stop lying. And he's not, not admitting and not admitting. Like, all right, you know what? We'll just stay here at the end. You ain't going nowhere. Just know that you ain't going nowhere. He's like, bro. He's like, imagine how I felt though. He's like, I'm looking around the room, bro. He's like, and I feel like I'm all alone. He's like, he's like, bro, he's like, bro man. He's like, it was, he was like the sickest feeling in the pit of my stomach. He's like, I was trapped down there, dog. Or he was up there. I think he was like on the third floor. He's like, bro, I debated jumping out the window. He's like, bro, I was like, He's like, I couldn't, he's like, I didn't know what to do. He's like, I was lost, bro. He was like, but then he's like, I don't know, you know? And, and this is like a, to me, he, I don't know if he looked at it like this, but this is like, to me, it's like a divine thing. You know, this is like divinity um, in its finest because it just, bro, like situations like this though, are so concrete, bro. They happen and there's no other way for it not to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a situation like this, he's got, he's caught, he's dead to rights. He's caught, bro. There's nothing he can do. There's no way he can get out until something happens, you know, almost a divine moment, bro. And, and, uh, and so the, 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 the Kasinka dude that, you know, is going on this rampage, he, uh, he says, and the next one is you, right? And he points at this dude, right? So the dude that he points at, 
is he's a good friend. He's a good friend of, of my friend, right? But not just that, he's been a king for a long time. And like he had a lot of respect. He had done time for the for the brothers. Like he knew all his laws. Like he knew he knew all his black and white. Like you you weren't gonna you weren't gonna bring him up on a Trump charge. The crazy element of this is that when he did time, you know, he did time with two of the biggest kings that, you know, we know, you know, as a Latin king, right? And that's Lord Gino, right? And and Tino, the old man. Right. And um, and the, the, Gino, these are like uh, founders. Right. Yeah. Lord like, Gino was the founder, was one of the one of the founders, the main founder. And then and then Tino is he's he was uh, he was a, a he was a Corona. He was you know, he was the top of he was basically third, third on the hierarchy. Like it's like I think it was like Gino, BK and then Tino like that. Or I think it's like that probably. Something mm-hmm. similar to that. I couldn't, I, I'm not hundred percent. So don't, don't quote me on that, but I know he's up there. Just put it like that. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it, and it's not like there's people above him. There's people on the same level of him, basically, you know, with the exception is, is Gino. So anyways, this dude had did time with those guys, you know what I'm saying? And so like when you do time with somebody, you really get to know them. Like you really start to, to develop a friendship or, you know, not a friendship with somebody because you, you're with them every day, all day. Like, like that's what it's like when you're bidding with somebody, and especially like when you're on count with guys. Like your 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 job is to be around each other, protect each other, you know. And so, if you're a good guy, it's going to stand out. And this 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 guy was obviously you know he was a good guy. He got a lot of respect from 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 both of them, you know, both of them, both of the guys who you want to garner respect from. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, when he threw these allegations at him. The guy immediately bucked back and was like, you know, basically like, like, have you lost your fucking mind? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like y'all ain't going to do nothing to me. Uh, You know, don't worry about it. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to call this dude Tino up and I'm going to get all you dudes smashed for these (laughs) false allegations. Because he basically tried to lie. The dude I'm talking about, he basically tried to lie and say that there was pictures taken of that guy with the dude who had SOS on him, you know? And, and I don't know if it was like, if he thought he was going to like put him into a scare tactic where he was going to say like he was hanging out with him, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those old, the oldest trick in the book, detective tricks. Yeah. We already got you. And then they tell on themselves. I don't know if he, if that's what he thought, you know, the dude just basically exposed him. Like you lost your damn mind. You know what I'm saying? And they get into a heated confrontation. Like, like the dude's like you, you know what I mean? Because he basically like, man, you you a bitch, you know what I mean? Like he calls him out his name. He's like, he's like you, you know what I mean? Like basically, like it's over with for you, like you 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 know. And so uh, the Inca steps up and like, you lost your damn mind. Don't ever call him a bitch. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's basically like, fuck you too. You a bitch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and so and so he's getting into it. But this is the Inca and the Casica. Now there's 34 members or 35 members. You know what I'm saying? And so like this is a huge ordeal. You got to remember now, my friend. It's just sitting there twiddling his thumbs. You know, you like know waiting to get killed. <laughs> he's just wait. That's basically it, right? But he's watching this now, like, damn, man. And so, and so the dude starts walking towards, you know, because I told you, when you come in, you get stripped out. You know what I'm saying? Um, you get to take all your stuff off. So he starts walking towards um the bag of phones to get his phone. And he's like, I'm calling him right now, as a matter of fact. And now, you know, my homie's like, bro, you can see the fear in these dudes' faces when he even mentioned the name. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it just changes everything, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the dude. That's the guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's the he's the main guy out of prison right now. He was like, bro, you couldn't imagine the fear on these dudes' faces. He's like, and they're like telling him, like, no, no. Like, you, don't, you, you know, they ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, whatever. And he's like, no. Nah. He's like, no, nah, that's it. That's it. And he was like, man, I went. He was like, he went in there. He's like, he pulled out his phone. And then he was like, yo. And he called my homie's name. He's like, yo, what, where's your phone? And he's like, I grabbed my phone. He's like, come on, let's go. We out of here. You know what I'm saying? And I, he was like, bro, we walked out of there. He was like, he did. He ended up calling the man up and, and they, they had a conversation with him. He was like, and bro, they basically just put me under investigation and left me alone. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like, and then with him, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was basically like they, they, you know, humbled himself and asked for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and the dude ended up letting him slide, but yeah. Cause he could have, he could have brought them up on charges for false allegations. You know what I'm saying? But so basically that situation right there. It's it's the man. I don't even know how how something like that that lucky happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because because the 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 Kasinka there, he basically just fabricated a second fabricated a second story, and it blew up in his face, and he didn't even get the result from what he wanted from the first story, which was mm-hmm. basically to kill my homie. You know what I'm saying? And 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 he walked away empty handed. And so, and not only that, he walked away terrified, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, and because, you know, because, you know, because the guy was, was, was not sending threats. He was giving him promises, you know, you know, he was basically telling him everything. Like, listen, bro, like, I don't care who, you know, you know, you can know the regional Inca, whoever the hell you want to know. It doesn't matter. The nation's coming for you. Like, that's the kind of power that he was talking about that he was wielding. You know what I'm saying? Like you can talk about whatever you want. This, this regional Inca that I'm talking about the whole nation's coming for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's like a, that's, you know, you can tell why those guys pause, pump the brakes real quick. And and not only that, he knew he was wrong. He had to have known he was lying. Like you just blatantly lied on a brother, like in front of all these Kings, like in a circle, you know, and he should have really, he should have really been got for that. But, but, when well, this was this was one of the questions I was going to ask you is is that because you said that your friend was really good friends with this other guy that ended up calling what a the whoever Tino, the Tino, yeah Tino. yeah he okay Tino, yep. so is it possible that this guy wasn't lying about the guy they called Tino like do you know did they have a close enough relationship where he might have been in touch with him or do you think it was just he was trying to strengthen his his story by throwing another person into it. But it seems like he would be the dumbest person uh, to think, throw think, into yeah, it. I think he just, but bro, I don't think that, cause you got to remember like the, the, the dude that he threw in it was like a really humble dude. It wasn't like he was like, just, just, uh, he was just a good brother, man. He wasn't like somebody who was like pumping up that he knew them guys. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't that type of dude. He wasn't pumping up that he had been in the joint with this person, that person. Like he was just a humble brother. Like he was a good dude. And, you know, he, he lived, he lived, you know, by the law and, and they, he just literally made a terrible mistake, bro. And just picked the wrong dude. (laughs) Yeah. Because um, he just didn't realize the people this guy knew. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and just, and, and it was a bogus thing to do though. Anyway, why would you lie? Why would you make a lie up like that anyway? But so anyways, so yeah, man, that ended up being like water on the bridge, but the story didn't end there for my friend, man. Like, you know, yeah, he ended up being under investigation, 
<clears throat> for a year, right? And he said during that year, like he kind of got his shit together and, and uh, you know, he got his own little business and he was like making money. And out of nowhere, the, the you know, the head guy <clears throat> from his chapter came over and basically walked into his establishment and was like, listen, your the investigation's over with, like whatever happened, um, that shit's done. You're back on, you're back in, but we're going to put you on pay status. And so this is a part of the story that was like intriguing to me, right? Because it's an element that I never really knew about. Um, and I've mentioned it before, but basically I've mentioned it before, but in a negative connotation. And that's what, that's when, like when we talked about LA and we talk about the money-making aspect well, in Chicago, basically in their, his chapter, what they had, I don't know if it's, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's a nationwide thing. I don't know. Uh, and this is mm -hmm. where I'm naive. Um, but it's basically a status where you're a pay status, meaning that you're not, you don't have to be in the hood. You don't have to come to D's, but you have to pay your, you have to pay your dues. You have to bring a certain percentage. And that was like a real thing. And he was like, bro, I got put on pay status. He was like, and I was on pay status for a few months, but I guess right after he was on pay status for a couple months, you know, the Kasinka that originally wanted him, you know, killed end up coming back. You know, and he, cause he had went away, something happened to him, I think a car accident or something. And, and he had went away and, um, and so he came back and the first thing that happened when he came back, he was like, bro, it was the craziest thing, bro. He's like, we literally, we have a meeting, right? You know, he was like out of nowhere, basically the regional Inca and the regional Kasinka show up to their meeting out of nowhere. And He's like, bro, that never happens. You know, I know it never happens. You know what I'm saying? Usually and unannounced, like that rarely ever happens. And so mm. I guess they, you know, they let them in, they let them intro, you know, and, and obviously the, the, you know, the head guy there, he's introing. And then he basically just cuts him off. It's like, listen, man, this is what's going on. You ain't got that spot no more. The dude right there, you're the number one now. And the dude right there that you point out, and that was my boy, right? But anyways, so, you know, the, the, the guy that, you know, the one that wanted my homie killed, he, you know, he's the one who ended up getting the, the, the head spot. They stripped the other guy and the other guy, obviously he starts protesting. He's like, what the hell is that? You, you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? And, and they basically just like, they little boyed him. Listen, man, shut the hell up. You ain't got that spot no more. This dude's got the spot. I don't want to hear it. You can go back to wherever the hell you came from. Cause he, he had originally came from a different chapter. And so they ended up, man, the dude ended up leaving it, like literally like disrespecting him right out the right out the meeting. And he went back to his old chapter. And it's just crazy, bro. Like just think of that, that kind of dynamic, how it was. And um, you know, this like these are the two top dogs in the region at this time. Like, what are you gonna do? Like you're gonna, you know what I mean? You, you got no choice. You submit. And so bam, now this dude's got the top spot, right? Mm -hmm. First thing he does, he gets his top spot. Literally, as soon as he gets it, he's like, "All right." He appoints his his Kasinka and and his and his enforcer, and it was a couple more guys that obviously um, <laughs> they you know they hated my my friend as well, and and so bam, now he looks at my friend, he goes, "And you're no longer on pay status." So what does that mean? That means you got to come back to the hood. You got to be active. And uh, there was some more, like he ended up taking a couple other guys off pay status and or another guy off pay status. And then also there was some controversy because I guess he tried to throw it at him. You have to technically be, uh, you have to technically be 25 to be on pay status. And so 
you know, that's what his argument was. But there was another guy who was there who wasn't 25, who was on pay status. And when he brought that up, the regional, the regional dude stepped up and was like, don't worry about him. Worry about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, you know, you know, writing's on the wall. And uh, so, no, he fast forward. It wasn't too long. He said that uh, he went to a party, bro. You know, I guess the the objective of the party was to jump him and two of the guys that he was with out. Cause I guess they were all on bad, bad terms. The other guy that got took off pay status, he was one of the guys and then another one of their friends. And so the, the objective for the, I guess the brothers at that party that night was to, was to V them out basically. But for some reason they only targeted the one guy, um, this one guy, like they were beating the hell out of him. They almost threw him off the third story balcony like they were, you know, they were, and, and the whole time though, my friend is like helping them. He's supposed to be getting beat too, but he's not. So he's mm -hmm. like, he's like trying to help this dude, like not blatantly like help, like fighting the other, the Kings, but just like pulling them, pulling them, you know, cause they're trying to, it's like a bunch of people. Just imagine a whole party beating up one guy. So he's like there and it kind of looks like he's beating them up too, but he's just pulling them up, like trying to get them out of the house. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Trying to get them away from all these people beating them up. He told me at one point, he's like, bro, I get to the, you know, because we're on the third store. He's like, I get to the at, at, to the balcony when I'm getting ready to take him out so we can take him downstairs. Everybody's still beating up. He was like, and they thought I was trying to throw him off the balcony. He's like, and they're like cheering me on. He's like, Holy bro, crap. he's like, he's like, bro, he's like, they picked him up off his feet and literally had him over the railing. He was like, bro, I was like pulling him back. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I guess he finally pulled him back. And then he's like, I just pushed him down the steps. He's like, he flew down all the steps. He was like, but it was, he's like, but it was better going over the balcony. Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> and so, and so, but from that day, they were supposed to they were supposed to beat him up. So um, before you before you go back into the story, I want to ask. So he's he, they were supposed to they were beating up a different guy, but they were supposed to beat up your friend too. But they just never yeah. got around to it because they were too busy beating up the first guy, basically. Yeah, like um, all three of them, all three of them, and, and and okay. So look, they were supposed to beat up all three of them. So here was the here was what happened, right? They basically, they fabricated a story. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is the little nuances that you have to understand about these, these organizations that are just garbage, bro. They're just, you know, they, they bring you in and then if they don't like you, they spit you out, right? Mm -hmm. But anyways, so they fabricated a story about this dude, right? And the story was that supposedly he robbed another guy and, you know, the other guy was the king, right? But it wasn't true. The guy had just fronted him some weed like a couple of days before. So it had just barely happened. And so when they're, when they throw out them accusations, you know, the other guys are supposed to be getting whooped too. They're like, hold on, man. They're like, no, they're like, call them up. Like we literally were just with them. Like, no, there's no problem. And then sure enough, they call them and the dude's like, yeah, there's no problem. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I literally just fronted them to weed. And so now these guys are like scrambling mentally and they go in the other room. Now they must've went in the other room and called the head guy. Right. And the head guy, obviously he wanted all them smash. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But so he must have just told him, like, yo, go smash him. I don't care what you do. Like, what I don't care what you're, you know what I mean? And so he goes back out there and they're like, oh, our fault. And then he they take off and start beating up the dude. Right. And so they just focused on him for some reason. I think that they thought they would have a chance to get to the other guys or something. But anyways, they didn't. From then on, man, like it ends up, you know, it turns into, you know, now they want him, you know, and um, you know, there was a couple of things that happened. I, I can't remember, but one time he, they even, they get into a shootout, bro. Like a big shootout. 
he was like, bro, like they were looking for me, you know, and his family lived in Kinghood. He's like, bro, they were looking for me, man. He's like, and they just started shooting at me, man. He's like, two of them. He's like, man, they're shooting at me with two different guns. He's like, but I had an AK. He's like, so I was shooting back. So now you know, nobody got hurt. Technically, at this point in time, is he still a Latin king? No, at this time, no, nah, not at this time. He's got a he's got a smash, uh, smash on site. So okay, okay, you know, okay. But they want to kill him. And I think so. It might have been a shoot on site. I don't know, but they wanted him, you know. And you know, the, the like I said, he still lived in the neighborhood, and so you know, he got into that shootout. And then to add some spice to it, they burn his mom's house down. Well, part of it, Jeez. you know, they try to burn his house, and and uh, and they were inside. He was like, bro, I was terrified, bro. He's like, I live my life in fear. You know what I mean? He's like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, he was ready to die if that was the need. He was going to protect himself. But just constant, you know what I mean? Constant fear, bro. Like, you know? And it all stemmed from him just being a good friend, bro. Him just not wanting his friend to die, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just crazy how that shit works, bro. Like, you have to be willing to abandon morally what feels right, you know? And that's crazy, bro. I just think about that, man. When I was hearing, I was like, damn, like that's some deep, you know, that's some wild, it's a wild story, man. You know what I mean? All the little intricacies that he went through, you know, from day one. And he was like, bro, it just kept getting worse and worse. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously, you know, he got indicted. You know what I'm saying? He ended up getting indicted for, for you know, with the Kings, he ended up getting indicted uh, for murder. So <laughs> While they were all trying to shoot him. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, and that was obviously his argument, but they don't care. They care about what you did when you were with them. You know right. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that, that was crazy though, man. And and uh, you know, so, I, I, like I said, bro, this is just a testament that we talk about all the time. You know, just to all the little things, you know, uh, the little nuances that happen that aren't always by the book or they don't seem right. And it's like, who do you who are you going to argue to? You know, what I'm saying, who are you going to complain to? Yeah, you know, I bet so, you that guy uh, has nothing good to say about the time he was with the Lion Kings because that's a mm. hell of an end to the story. Like, you know, he had yeah, everything and, happen yeah. to him that you ne- would never want you to make you be in a gang, <laughs> more or less. You know, yeah, bro, and 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 he and and he was a king since a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like you dedicate your life to it, and it's like, damn, <clears throat> it, you know, just little by little the the toxicity pours out, you know, and, and, uh, it just, it, bro, it's, there's no other way to, to, to break down because even in that situation, there wasn't even, there wasn't even like nobody, uh, you know, like a, a, like a hypocrisy thing. Like they weren't even trying to, it was just basically like, I don't care what you think. You know what I'm saying? It was just one of them and you're just going to live with it. And I just want to swing back to a point in your story before. So you said that they had, conjured up this story that somebody had robbed somebody else that was a king but it just turned out that this guy had fronted him some weed correct right 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 so and this was tied this was tied into your friend too because i believe the person that actually did that was a person that was getting the crap kicked out of right exactly he he had just been fronted some you know some pounds of weed and you know didn't take nothing you know so did they have another story for why they were after your your friend no, no, they didn't need one. They felt like uh, so. They this felt like just... they would. They felt like they would just kind of get caught up in the wash, if that makes sense. 
So they you know made up saying? this like, story for this guy, and then they just figured, okay, in while we're at it, we'll just take these right, people out, right, basically. Right. The other two wow. guys, right. The other two guys that were with him. And that's, you know, it's just like, a, you know, a casualty in war kind of thing. And, and um, it didn't play out that way. And I think they felt stupid too, you know, because it's like you make up this fabricated story and you get busted out right away. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you're right, it feels stupid, you know what I mean? Like, but it seems that guy had a history of those kind of dumb stories. So um, and I think this is a wonderful story of just showing how it's always bad to be in a gang. But when you have the wrong kind of leadership, it can get real bad and real scary. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah. like you said, they can just start making up s- stories about what you're doing that aren't even true. And how do you how do you say, well, that's just not true, you know? Yeah. And, if you're not somebody, if you're not somebody who has like imagine, you know, imagine if 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 that dude wasn't who he was. Right. You know, I might not have this story because yeah. my homie, my homie might be dead, you know, and, and I'm sure and that other, other guy would other, probably be dead. Yeah. Too. And the other so. guy would be, yeah, you know, or extremely hurt, you know. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, you know, these, you know, and, and you know, it's funny because I asked I asked my, my homie when I was talking to him about it, because this was like over uh, a lengthy period of time, you know, like when he got put on hold, it was for a whole year. You know, he was on hold and investigation for a whole year. So from like 18 to 19. And so I was asking, I was like, damn, bro, like them dudes, none of their structure, like went to jail or, you know what I'm saying? Like we never had the same guys in charge for, you know, extremely long periods of time. Like it was rare, bro. Like dudes are in and out of jail. And he's like, nah, man, like, you know, he was, he was out the whole time. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and the other dude, the one that went away, for a little bit. I think he got into like an accident or something. And so he was like kind of missing an action. And that was the really one, really the one who was like gung ho for him. Um, yeah. That was the one that yeah. was driving the stories. He was the one that said the weed yeah. with his and everything. Right. Yeah. 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 He was the one who was just completely, yeah, he was, he was all bad for real, man. Like I just think about it. Like he was the root of everything. And uh, yeah, that was bogus, man. And, but here's the crazy part is the number one and the number two, they were cousins. I believe that's what he said. They were cousins, oh. so um, so he was always going to have the the right other guys were, back, basically. Have, right, they were going to have that kind of yeah. They were going to have that you know togetherness, I guess. So <clears throat> yeah, bro, that's that's a. I mean, that's the thing, bro. Like you, you can't you can't imagine what first of all, like all the feelings that go into this, right? Like I can imagine being in those situations and in rooms and in conversations. I know what they're like. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> they're tense, bro. You know those decision making conversations they don't they're not taken lightly it's it's definitely it's definitely for not the faint of heart bro and so I just think about them I'm like damn man I felt bad for him like man you that was a crazy crazy way to like you go from being just I, I I don't know just just imagine this bro like you literally go from being in house parties with you know 50 to 100 kings you know outside inside everywhere you go you're throwing up the crown you're throwing your and this could be for any gang, right? This could be for any gang. And I'm, I just, I just, you, I can visualize it for myself, but I'm saying for anything, if you were whatever, you were full, your folks or, or Cobra or LF, you're throwing up whatever you are though, and you're proud of it. And then, and then um, your best friend, you know, somebody that you've grown up with, known since middle school, um, you know, I, I guess gets outside, outside of, 
of what he should have been, which he wasn't. But and then now you, you you're you're tasked with basically being accomplice to his murder. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then everything that you felt is going to be, you know, it's going to be aimed towards you. And so it's just crazy, man. You go from being that euphoria and having all them, that's your homies, that's your friends. And then also now all them same dudes want to kill you. And he told me, he was like, bro, don't get me wrong. He was like, there was a lot of guys that I got passes from, bro, that knew me since, you know, middle school, some elementary school. He's like, bro. And we were like, guys, we grew up together and they would see me at like Walmart or wherever. And he's like, and you know, they just be like nervous and be like, damn, bro, I heard what happened. Like, I can't talk to you. I got to go, man. I can't be seen with you, you know, and give him a pass. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but not want to be in a conversation with him. You know what I mean? He was like, bro, it happened to me a couple of times, man. Dudes are just too nervous. They ain't want to be around me. And regardless of how long I knew him, how long we've been friends, like it didn't matter. And so. I'm curious. So. <clears throat> I, I've asked you this quite like the question many times before of what would have ever gotten you out of the Latin Kings once you were into it. And you probably just, I think most of the times you kind of said like, you like where your mind was at, there was nothing that could get you out. But I'm curious if you go to one of these meetings and they put an SOS out on Tim or Toot, would that have been the end? Oh, for sure. Like you would have oh, just been yeah. like done, done. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent for that, sure. Okay, like Jay, that's kind of what yeah, I figured, but I I figured yeah, that would bro. that would Jay if Jay would have first of all, it would have had to have been some extremely crazy circumstances <laughs> for them to even fix their mouth to say some dumb shit like that. But let's just say they did. Like it would have, yeah, they would have. That would have been the worst move for them in the world. But I'm if you're in this fictitious <laughs> world, I guess I, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, I'd be done. It would I'd be out. Yeah, but you know, I mean, in in this story, what the guy did pick one of the worst people that he could have ever. I mean, granted, he didn't know he was picking one of the worst people that he could have picked, but I he had to have been picking one of the worst people in that gang to do it for, because of all the connections the guy had. You know, in the first part of it, where he just calls up one of the founders of the Latin Kings and says, "Oh, you're talking, yeah, but that, but that was that was the second guy. He wasn't even." He wasn't even, he was nowhere on the radar of being uh, an accomplice to the guy right. um, that, that, uh, he was nowhere on the radar. He just, that he was blindsided for no reason. Right. You know what I'm saying, um, uh, you know, but, but I'm assuming this Kasinka guy just picked a random person to peg this onto and he just really picked the wrong person, you know? Right. Right. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. It, it was. It was really like he. I don't know. Maybe he felt like he was on a roll or something, and and he might have like because the way my homie explained it was like, bro, the atmosphere was like they already, the, you know, a core group of guys already had had the conversation about what went on. You know what I'm saying? And so they already had a conclusion in their mind about what was going to happen, how it was going to play out. But not only that, they they felt like they knew what was true and what wasn't. And so though in their mind, they probably thought that this guy was guilty of something. They just didn't know what. You mm-hmm. know, they probably thought he was like linked to this dude in some way. And why they thought that, who knows? But they did what they felt was best way to try to expose him. And that's to try to lie to him, thinking he was going to be dumb enough to... Um, you know, first of all, he couldn't because he wasn't going to, he didn't do anything wrong, but mm. you know, to think that tactic would work. Oh, you know, I got pictures of you, you know, that was the dumbest thing, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, so I, I just think it was, it was, it was a situation where 
they might have been together and been like, man, this dude here too, he was probably with them too. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd been, you know, maybe he was acting funny or something. You know, that's just, that's just how it goes, bro. Like you get those guys, they get together and they talk and, you know, and then they had the, they had the result played out in their head already. You know, was it to kill both of these dudes? I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. But I, I find it, you know, I find it hard to believe that my friend would have walked out of there um, that day. You oh, know? I'm sure, sure he wouldn't have. But yeah. I also think you give this cons- these the Kasinka guy way too much credit because if if I were to guess on from my perspective on what he was doing was he probably had your friend dead to rights, and I think you said that the Kasinka had some issues with your friend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just didn't yeah. like him. Yeah, and I, I'm just thinking that he probably didn't like this other guy and thought, hey, man, I can peg off two people I don't like in one shot here and just made up a story about the other guy, and bam, he just picked the wrong guy. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that's you know? possible. That's possible. I mean, yeah, already where he was at, I wouldn't put that past him. Yeah, but because yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, like the already the stuff he's doing sounds like <laughs> sounds like he's capable of anything so you know lying is not not something he has a problem doing so and that's just one person's story bro imagine the 34 other people that were in that circle that day what their stories are god including the people right including the people that made the decisions that day where they were coming from what they were thinking about why they were doing it that way you know what i'm saying like because at the end of the day them dudes are people too you Mm -hmm. know they had they had motivations they had motives you know, that we, we probably don't know, probably don't make a lot of sense, but they, they had them, you know what I'm saying? And, and they had a reasoning. That's what's, that's what's crazy about these, you know, these, these stories is that there's people on every side of them, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, I just got one side, you know, happened to be my homie and shit for luck, you know, but. And I, I would love to hear other people's stories on that because it would be interesting to know because there had to have been other people in that room that knew without a doubt that what this guy was saying was bullshit. And, but how many of them just stayed silent because he was in a, in a authoritative role, you know? And so he could say these things and get away with it. Yeah, that's true, man. You know, that's that's usually what it is, is it's like some guys are just like, why, why, why bring the headache on myself? Right. You know, because because if I stand up and nobody else stands up with me, then I just look like the idiot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or Even you end I'm up evil. you end up in that list of people that are about to get possibly killed. Right. Which I guess right. nobody got killed, thank God. But but you know, yeah. That's a that's a risk you're taking, man. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it is, bro. It is. But um that's what I got, man. I, I feel like I that was a good that was a good uh it was a good story I got told, you know, and it was it was something that I was relatable and, and I just wanted, uh, one of my people to hear it too, because this is just another example, man, of just what guys go through, man. Everyday guys. I know there's a bunch of them out there, a bunch of them listening. There's probably a lot of guys listening that, that maybe not, don't even like me in particular, but they understand these, these, uh, these concepts and, and these lifestyles. It's true what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not fabricated, man. I, I, I'm not speaking from a place of, of, uh, you know, I wasn't on the benches, man. I was in the game. You know, when I hear guys talk about what they what they went through, their experiences, I can tell they were in the game as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They they were living the same kind of same kind of day to day, minute to minute life. And so 
um, yeah, I just thought I'd share that, man. So hopefully you enjoyed that. That, that is a crazy story. So, and, and I think it has just, it's a really powerful story just to see how bad things can get while you're in a gang, because 100%. I can't imagine it getting much worse than that. And the be- best part about it is most of the story, I mean, was lies, you know? So right. it shows that <clears throat> you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of people and they can just start saying shit about you and, and it could potentially Deception. end your life, you know? And, and fucking cock cocktail your mom's house. Yes. Mom's yes. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm sorry. I totally bla- <laughs> went right past that shit. part, but yeah, no. Yeah. No sure. While they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so yeah, that's what I got, man. All right. Well, with that, we can wrap this episode up. As always, if you have questions, comments, anything you want to say, reach out to us at normalizedcrime at gmail.com. If you haven't checked out the Patreon yet, check it out at patreon.com slash normalizedcrime. And we will be back next week with another episode. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Normalized Crime. Stay tuned for the next episode.